I called order <laughs> the Devil's Lettuce Film Society. Christmas hams. Christmas hams. Uh, I am your host, the Shaman, here with your co-host, El Pinchito. Me. Christmas hams. Christmas hams. And this is a very special episode. Uh, if you've never listened to one of these before, this podcast is a series of commentary tracks where uh, we and our friends, we are joined by a, a small anonymous peanut gallery... And uh, by the way, before I even get into it, joining us once again, special guest, guest. Vince is here with us once more. Hello, friends. Welcome, Vince. But the reason this is a really special episode, uh, I got to start over. I'm already tripping over my words. I'm so excited. So excited. So these podcasts serve as commentary tracks where we invite you to get high with us and watch a movie with us. You can sync up this podcast to your copy of the movie and watch along at home. And the reason I'm so excited is Tell this me. is our anniversary show. Oh, yay, this is our 12th episode. We've been doing this for one year. Man, like so, I want to say easily too. Like it just happened so naturally we, for us to do this. Yeah, it, well, it really did. It started literally like the day before Canada legalized yeah, weed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had gathered here. For one last cheeky pre-legalization smoke, mm-hmm. and uh, it was you and me and one of our regular peanut gallery members who isn't here tonight, unfortunately. But the three of us uh, smoked up and we watched the movie Mandy, Mandy, and it was in this same place, this top secret location, yeah, high above Toronto, right. Um, and so here we are again. We are back at the very first spot that we ever had one of these meetings. I can't believe we've been doing this for a year. One year later, we've brought back Vince, who was there at our our third meeting, our second episode. Who we've, we've concluded has been to 25% of all. Of all of these. One-fourth of all of these episodes. Yes. So what are we doing to celebrate the one-year anniversary of the Devil's Last Film Society? Tell me, what are we doing? Well... Normally, we sort of plan out what movies we're going to watch in advance. And we had lined up uh, the movie The Who's Tommy for tonight. But uh, we, just because plans, kind of scheduling went a little bit awry, we decided we wanted to wrap up a bit earlier this time. Yeah, the peanut gallery member walking in. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and there he is! The returning, we were just talking talking about this guy. Returning back to the point of origin of the Devil's Lettuce Film Society on the one-year anniversary, <laughs> this is our twelfth episode. So we're all back. Um, we were going to watch Tommy, but we wanted to actually watch a shorter movie just because of scheduling. Mm-hmm. So I'm pulling one out. It's a surprise ambush movie for you all. Yeah, I have no idea what it is. The film we're watching tonight Tell me. is the Greasy Strangler. Have any of you guys heard of The Greasy Strangler? This movie was made in 2016. Okay. I am not going to tell you anything about the plot, because this is e- it's even better if you go in blind. I will only say that this like blew my fucking mind when I first saw it. And a fun little fact that I'll mention, one last connection, is uh, Elijah Wood produced The Greasy Strangler. And you know what else Elijah Wood produced? What? The very first Devil's Letters movie, Mandy. So, so Elijah here we, Wood produced Mandy. He sure did. What? So here we are. We've come full wow, circle. We are full circle. We're back here again. So we're gonna watch the Greasy Strangler night. And Pinchy, what are we smoking? Oh, oh, right. So, okay. So more recently, I've tried to explore some of the strains that are available in uh, the OCS, and they're not 
There's not a shit ton of literature that you can find on them. Uh, so, but anyway, this one's called Raider Kush. Yeah, you know, we are a, we are a year out from official legalization in Canada, and I have to say, not impressed, uh, Canada. Get your oh, shit together. The province just released. They're releasing all licenses now. It's full privatization time. Oh, oh goody! Really? Only took them a year of yeah. fucking around to get yeah, the picture. Seriously. And they're not going to do it with alcohol. You just know. Uh, of course not. But I mean, that's good news for weed at least. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the province of Ontario can finally make some money off of this. Yeah, right. Because they've really been screwing the pooch thus far. Yeah. Anyway, so this is uh, this is Raider Kush, uh, and it's mostly an indica hybrid. Um, the sales associate at the OCS, whatever, Nova Cannabis, recommended this to me. He's like, this knocked me on my ass. It was so good. Oh, my God. You should try it. I really like it. I was like, okay, sure. We'll pick it up. So what I can find on it, it says very strong THC potential. Can go up to 26%, which is great. Ooh, that's but, spicy. Yeah, it's spicy. Wow. It's, 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 we, we usually average around 25 26% THC. Because <laughs> uh, it's good. It's great. I like it. Uh, the plant lineage includes uh, OG Kush, which I learned actually OG doesn't stand for original gangster. What does it stand for? Ocean grown. Ocean grown. Uh, not in my heart, it doesn't. Same, same, same. So we had OG Kush uh, for our Holy Mountain episode. Oh, we did. So this is a this is a this is you know a distant cousin of that and kosher Kush. Uh, it's main terpenes. Do we remember what terpenes are, kids? Ter- mm-hmm. Yeah, terpenes. Really? What makes it taste like wheat, isn't it? Those no. are the genetic traits, right? No. That's <laughs> phenotypes are the genetic traits. The, the well, genotypes are, and phenotypes are the expression of the genetic Right. <laughs> so then what's a terpene again? A terpene is an oil, an aromatic oil. Got That's what it. What makes it smell ah. like wheat. Yeah, an well, aromatic I mean, oil. There are a lot of different types of terpenes. So there are, and the ones that are included in this one are limone, which scents of lemon and lime, beta-carolfoline. Lemonine. Thank you. They're all beans. Beans. Scents of peppery spice and wood. Myrcene, scents of musk, earth, and bright fruit. So do you want to take a a quick little sniff test there? Yeah. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to memorize now. It's like, okay, a phenotype is the expression of the genetic. Lemon and and pepper? Dirt, like always. Lemon pepper dirt. Mm. Lemon pepper dirt. Yep. I would say dirt mostly house. dirt. Mm. No, like seriously, like topsoil. <laughs> so the effects overall. Yeah. Dirt. That is a massive cannon. Yeah, Are you I'm kidding me? That yeah, yeah, smells perfect. like a pennyworth drink. Taste. I mean, Den- I mean, you know, Vince Nitro is in town, so uh, effects overall uh, have a captivating citrusy. Oh wait, citrusy aroma and a euphoric vibe. Ooh. Um, positives include happy, appetite-enhancing, and calming, good for socializing, watching TV, listening to music, uh, and the negatives, I mean, you can fill in the blanks, right? Uh, paranoia. Dry may cause anxiety. Dry eyes. Dry eyes. Dry eyes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so let's uh, light this fucker up and get her done. Phenotypes. So the terpenes are the oils. The, the phenotypes, phenotypes are the expressions of the genetic traits. So it's the way it looks. What's a, what's a trichrome again? Trichrome? Yeah, what's that? A trichome. A trichome. Oh, I don't know. I think that's some sort of part of the <laughs> I was just so... No, I, is that the hair? So I was just... Yeah, that must be the hair. Yeah, I think it's the hair. So the hair is the hair. Okay. When so, it's a weird world word, it's like botany. Got it. So, so I was just editing our episode on Sorry to Bother You, and we went through all of this on that episode as well and I said something that I 
I've just decided I'm going to make that one of our catchphrases because it's going to keep happening, which is, we learned something here today, and we'll learn it again yeah. next time. <laughs> okay, let's go smoke this fucker. <laughs> <laughs> There's no McConaughey in this one. Uh, McConaughey sounds. Uh, made so many grunts in that movie. All right. He did. We are going to watch The Greasy Strangler. I'm so hyped, guys. You're so excited. Um, so we have this paused at five seconds in. There's just like the faded logo picture so house, it says, on the screen. So sync your copy to five seconds in. I'm going to say three, two, one, play. On play, you play, we'll hit play. We'll all, play! We can all play together. Play times come. Alright, here we go. The Greasy Strangler. Three, two, one, play. It's away. Alright, oh yeah, this is the Spectre Vision logo. Oh man. So I guess Spectre Vision is Elijah Wood's production company because they made Randy as well. Okay. Yeah. Man, he produces some wonderful. Weird movies. But, like, he started doing some weirder stuff, too, right? Like, even Sin City, look at the character he was there. Or that show Wilfred hallucinates the dog. Okay, so this movie... That's right. This movie has, like... When it gets into your... (laughs) Whoa! What? (laughs) When it gets into your head... Wow. It never gets out again. Is this a... Interesting. You can't unsee it. You can't unsee it. Is this a gratuitous violence movie? There's some gratuitous violence. Okay. There's a lot of gratuitous things. Okay. Uh, okay. Elijah Wood. I like how you're being really open about right. this, though, right? Let's like, get Elijah Wood and Daniel Radcliffe mixed up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, they kind of look the same. People, I, I yeah. apparently, they have signed each like photos of each other that people yeah. have given them. Yeah. that you're not supposed to have from drinking coffee. Tell you a secret. I am the greasy strangler. Hey, I call bullshit on that. What a roller coaster. 
You're a bullshit artist. Man, I can't believe I'm putting pieces together now about Elijah Wood and like his, his did, awesome did descent. Eric or I have anything to do? Right, the, Tim, too, the yeah. Tim and Eric. It has a Tim and Eric vibe. I don't think he actually did though. It's directed by a guy named Jim Hoskins. Jim Hosking. Written by Toby Harvard and Jim Hosking. Uh, and neither of them have done anything else particularly notable at this point. What? Oh, I hope you like disco. Ah. Uh-huh. Who likes the Bee Gees? Well, this is where they came up with that fabulous, funky song. Night fever. Why did he came up with They wrote the lyrics while they were standing in this doorway. Why were they standing in this doorway? They were waiting for a friend to pick them up. They were going out for Chinese and celebrating his birthday. Can you verify that, please? Trust me, I know disco. <laughs> I thought Frederick was included in this tour. No. There's no free drinks. I don't know where you got that idea. It's sitting in the brochure. The information you got is bullshit. This is the weirdest exchange of people and commentary. You got false information. (laughs) We must have free drinks. No. This whole thing is just crushing mental models in my head. No free drinks. We want free drinks. Free drinks. We must have free drinks. No, free drinks. <laughs> free drinks. 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 What? Free drinks. 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 Free Oh, okay. 
man, okay, so just don't fry bacon with your shirt off. I mean, yeah. I've tried Advisory. it. It's awful, yeah. Anything, really. You're a bullshit artist. No, it's official. It's all been confirmed. What is? She likes me. Oh. She's yanking your chain, trust me. No, Dad, she likes my character. She said so. And her name's Janet. Potato chips. 
they just spent like the last entire scene talking about like what's in potato chips is potato. Yeah. <laughs> what you don't find it funny? <laughs> They're ah, still laughing. Hey, there are three of us and one of you, Bonnie. Maybe he's not a man. Maybe he's the boogie woogie. You see the boogie woogie. Really disturbing after a year of doing this 
is like because we talk about this stuff so much you have really honed in on like my taste meter <laughs> and you just keep to, showing yeah how to trip out yeah Pinchy. yeah you definitely there's no one that can do it like you man he's like an AI he's learning he he's is learning AI. And like just tailor making uh, it zeroed in on the on your taste he does he no he does oh absolutely oh he totally does it's such a problem between you and me I think my son's a severe manic depressive he should be on medication. And did I tell you he still craps the bed most nights? <laughs> most nights. Oh, uh-oh. No, you did not. Yeah. And he craps on the carpet. Found it in the kitchen. Oh, man. This reminds me. Today, Vince and I, we were having a laugh. I was looking on the infamous Toronto website, Blog T.O. Yeah. Fantastic website, hasn't you know? The journalism sticks. Whoever so, writes so, their shit sorry, is terrible. You know what I'm thinking about is the best of lists, not the journalism. Best of loves the best of I lists. I get a is good. lot of good recommendations. It's also a good events list. calendar. Yes. So I was looking on Blog to yes, see what was going, is questionable. Yeah, I was looking on Blog to see what was going on this weekend for Vince and I to do while mm-hmm. he's in town. And I saw an article that said the West Queen West Hotel is being torn down and condos are being put in its place. And it said the West Queen West Hotel, the worst reviewed hotel in Toronto. Wow. So I was like, I gotta see this. So I looked it up on Google Maps and I started reading some of the reviews and they were hilariously bad. They were all like, this, oh God, this place is terrible. Ho- two homeless people broke into our room while we were sleeping and stole our phones. What? I found a boot print on the linen. Yeah, it, there was there were boot prints on our bed when we checked into our room. Boot prints wow. on the bed. Uh, you know, and just like the shared bathrooms are disgusting. And all the reviews were kept mentioning to there's no toilet paper. What? No toilet paper. I had to text my boyfriend to bring me toilet paper in the bathroom. We had to go out and buy our own toilet paper. All, and like we're laughing up a storm. And then we come to one and it says like, you know, all the same stuff, terrible place, filthy, disgusting. It goes only one towel and there was a fecal stain on it. And then I was like Cause there's no toilet paper, <laughs> so they had to wipe their ass with the towel. Wow. <laughs> and they kept using shit towel anyway. Exactly. How did this place stay in business? Well, it didn't. It's being torn down. But I mean, even for a little bit. Prob- oh my god! Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. It was probably extremely cheap to stay there. Wow. Relationship horrifies me. Where does he get all the grease from? To is he harvesting it for every meal and setting some aside? Now it has been like I get answered. It has been like one or two years since I last saw this. I think that does get answered, but I can't remember exactly. Horrified by this relationship. You definitely see at least one source of his grease. Tour. 
cool route this seems. Maybe there will be more things. It's like yeah, it's alley where uh, Hootie left the loaf. Wow, they worked hard to make these people look scary. So Big Ronnie, that guy, yeah. is not an actor normally. The white haired guy? Yeah. He's oh, that is shocking news. Yeah, shocking news shocking that he is not a professional actor, but he does he's a professional like movie set hairdresser, which okay. would explain why his hair looks pretty good. no. Yeah. So then, how did he end up acting in a film? Because, <laughs> because they liked the way he looked. Oh, <laughs> I could feast on that queen's ass all night long. Thanks, that these kinds of breadstick are called grissini. So I really think that our listeners are going to appreciate downloading uh, 90 minutes, just MP3 of silence. <laughs> this is like complete <laughs> silence. I just can't even. Everybody's I just like, can't oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely mesmerizing. Like, it has yeah. a sort of beat to it that just pulls you in and yeah. you can just sit there and watch an abject horror. Yeah, <laughs> abject horror. That's... <laughs> it, 
Like, there's oh, a really oppressive, now. menacing feeling about everything that's happening in this movie. <laughs> yes. And it's sort of nebulous. You can't quite put your finger on what's going on, but it's just this awful sort of vibe the that way keeps, he like... bites yeah. into the breadstick. Yeah. yeah exactly. Like the, like everything the, is uncomfortable. The visceral schlucking sound as he's putting the greasy meat on the plate. Yeah. Like, it's just that, that Foley work is really there. And the soundtrack, this bizarro soundtrack... Honestly, though, oh man, it's just so nice it's, it's, it's to see weird like, shit. Like Mr. Uh, Oizo, yeah. kind of. A little, yeah. Uh, oh, what, like uh, the guy? No, the soundtrack. The soundtrack. Oh, okay. Yeah, that minimalist sort of sound. Constantly in like these very large environments with not another soul anywhere. Yeah. And everybody's wearing like short shorts for some reason. Yeah, like stylistically, this world has a very its own feel to it. Yeah. Well, it's like the whole thing was styled from like Goodwill or something. Yeah. You know, like everybody's kind of. What the fuck is this shit? This is one famous chili cheese dog. No, dog. This isn't right. I need more grease on this. I need more oil, sir. I cannot do that. It's against regulations. I can lose my license. For I what? need this oily. I need this to move You know what's really funny? What? He sounds like Louis Anderson. Yeah, I bet he does. I need more grease. Sir, I cannot do that. It's not safe to use too much oil. I could. I repeat. So these exchanges also remind me of like Monty Python sketches, like the cheese shop sketch, where it's two guys and he's like, "Do you have cheddar? No, we're out of cheddar. Do you have Gouda, sir? I'm very sorry, we're out of Gouda. Do you have Brie? No, we have no. Like it's the that repetitive, inane kind of you know, banter back and forth, especially with like a customer service bent to it. Also, they just gave he just gave him like money he he designed. Yeah, it looks like he printed. But like, it worked fine on a blind guy. It worked on a blind guy. Yeah. Oh uh, no, no. It's fully dunked. Oh. My God. <laughs> oh my God. So I've been playing Death Stranding recently, um, and it's been wonderful. I got I got so the, weird. the Star Wars game. Uh, you're the Star Wars game is good though. Uh, I don't know. Not that good. It's too much like Dark Souls. Uh, oh, oh Death Stranding is wonderful. I fully recommend The Outer Worlds. Yeah. I love oh, that's an awesome game. so good. I played the shit out of that game. That's a great game. I narrate the tales myself for the audiobooks. <laughs> I do all the voices for the characters, even the dragons and trolls. What will the book be called? The first one's going to be called The Amulet of Arg. Arg is the reluctant keeper of the Trolls realm. In the second book, he crosses over to the digital realm to become the Digi Troll. In the third book, he fulfills his destiny as the Lord of the Three Realms. He has the largest ending. I bet you have a pretty large amulet yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You're a real change of pace for me after guys like Rico. He was all fingers. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> yeah, everything. You know, so, so I, uncomfortable. <laughs> so Vince, you said menace. I think the vibe is just like everything's just kind of like a little gross. Like everything's yeah. just a little gross, <laughs> right? Right, guys. There's there's just something gross about. I don't know. I don't know so if you're gross. feeling it. <laughs> yeah, like the greasy name is very apropos. There's yeah. like a sheen of like disgustingness about everything that's going on. As we see him squatting on a bus station, smashing a greasy hot dog in his mouth. down his face. How does he greasify? Oh man, the well, soundtrack. He gets horrifying. he gets some of it from that hot dog cart. <laughs> And like, the soundtrack? It sounds like the transitional music on the Ali G show. Yes, yeah, it does. I also like the premise that the hot dog vendor, like his life is hot dogs. He's got stacks of hot dogs. Oh, is he dogs. shitting out the window? Oh. And it wouldn't be the weirdest shit scene we've seen on this show. Yes. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh shit, guys. I would never feel comfortable shitting with that open of a window directly behind my back. I have issue. I take issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For this exact reason. Yeah, like literally everything about this scenario would be my nightmare scenario. <laughs> Why is he not trying to grab him? What is this going on? What? <laughs> what? <Thanks. laughs> Taking his time with this one. <laughs> oh my fucking god! <laughs> 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 oh my gosh! What? What? <laughs> I like that. Oh, that is giant dick again. That whole thing is like his He-Man sequence. Like when he goes, he not. That's his He-Man oh sequence. God. <laughs> Fart fumes. Brayden told me it trumped a real humdinger the other day. 
He said you cut the world's biggest cheese. Oh yeah, I forgot that happened. <laughs> yeah, were you distracted by the scene where he popped the guy's eyes out and fried them? Yeah, I, there's just so much going on that it's almost like I forget. I'm joining you at the horror house tonight. The horror I'm house tonight. So I'm coming with you to the horror house. But Dad, if you don't let me come, I'm going to tell Janet. That you haven't even stuck one finger up a girl's pussy yet, okay? Poinker, where did you get those shoes? I'm renting them, but I'm absolutely loving it. What? Very good shoes, Oinker. That's in bed with mother and banana coals. The my, Ginger Vikings and... My mouth has just been a gap this whole time. A gap? A gape? Nope. Oh, is going to get butter all over this? No. This is right. He needs more grease. More grease. I thought they were going to the horror house. Is the movie theater, like, code for the horror house? Oh. It's just like lard. Lard is hard. Like an ignorant candlelight vigil at the hot dog stand. Yeah, see, there you go. That answers your question. This is he gets his grease through various means. Slimy quality. Yeah. Not just greasy. It's kind of like creamed honey kind of thing going on. They're long French breadsticks filled with melted mozzarella and largons, which are ham cubes. Janet went to France last year. She fell in love with the food. Is it okay if she comes tonight, Dad? Okay, disco people. Do you remember the earth, the wind, and the fire? Did you know that all three of them lived in that apartment up there. <laughs> right? So, I really love, if I'm ever caught in a situation where the conversation has completely died, I do love saying, like, you see that doorway? Well, that's where the Bee Gees wrote that spunky hit, Night Fever. <laughs> Like, this is something you're going to do now? Or no, I've, ever, ever since I watched this movie, that is, like, my Phil the Silence go-to, is the dumb disco <laughs> facts from, or, like... I remember that! You know the band Earth, Wind, and Fire? Oh, God, is he going to have a very strange penis as well? Uh, <laughs> so many strange Well, penises. I'm not going to say no. Like, I hope you guys, I should have warned you, you know, there are a lot of just strange bodies. Just, I mean, I of, don't need a trigger warning for that. Uh, 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 my question is... <laughs> 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 Yeah, what's your question? I can't remember. <laughs> this movie is so good at derailing trains and plot. <laughs> 
I don't know if I'm doing it right, Janet. <laughs> like this. Keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm not seeing it. You're right. That was awful. All over? Okay. Oh, <laughs> Just do this fucking hanging dog in every other scene. Like, <laughs> fuck my life. Let's make it olive oil. Let's make it. Olive oil in this bedroom. Yeah. In front of the mirror. Why not? Do you got any disco tours lined up for today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like oily for this. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Who's there? Brain, is that you? It's not the greasy strangler. <laughs> Why would you not say that? Shivers down my artist? spine while watching this. <laughs> oh, man. 
I don't know what to think about anything right now. You're amazing. <laughs> He's looking like the fucking Grinch. Yes, <laughs> yeah, like a gargoyle. So how did they get this guy to act in the movie? Like, if someone were to come up to me and were like, hey, Pinchy, I want you to act in my major motion picture. Wouldn't you? No. You wouldn't act in a movie? I don't know how to act. So? Oh, God, no. Push a blender on too hard. Wait, that's that expression. I mean, the pre-show makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, right. Hey, remember where he when he punched that guy's face and it just went like completely concave? Yes. That was a hell of a thing. saying like you're, you're a, a bullshit, bullshit artist <laughs> exactly I call bullshit on that she left because you used to get into our bed and poop all over her leg that's a lie and you know it sorry it's not she yelled it from a moving car when she was leaving <laughs> you think meeting Ricky Prickles when you up that bullshit artist she yelled it as she was leaving she yelled from a moving car this is cause you pooped on my leg <laughs> Oh, 
Yeah, I like that now you're on high alert. When this started, you're like, I don't want to look at his dick anymore. And now you're like, oh god, is that his dick again? This is like outsider art, almost. Yeah. Like it. This is okay. Say that again. What? <laughs> I. This isn't like a movie like Sharknado. Yeah. Where they deliberately tried to make a bad film. Yeah. I, this is a movie where, like, I don't. I don't know how how earnest the filmmakers were in making this. Is this the product of just like is this like Napoleon Dynamite for perverts? Like was this written by a a, a really awkward guy who was kind of like Napoleon Dynamite? You know, like how Wes Anderson movies are very earnest. I've actually never seen a Wes Anderson movie. I know. What? Yeah. Shocking. We should probably watch one. Yeah. Uh, you like design? You like his movies? Anyway, I don't know. I. 
I have a hard time telling you what kind of crazy mind came up with this. Can you think of another movie like this? What is this like? It is sort of like Napoleon Dynamite yeah, a bit, but it's like Napoleon Broncos. It's, yeah. It yeah, it's like. Have you seen that short? It's uh, what's his Jared Jared Hess. Jared Hess is the guy who did those movies. There's a, there's a short okay. by Aaron Warheim where like there's like the old guy in the wheelchair, the automated wheelchair with the little guy. And oh yeah. Yeah, it even has a similar sound. It's that that Mr. Like Oizo like music rah, 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 video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It yeah. is like that. But it's got that sleazy '70s exploitation vibe about it too, though. Like, uh, I mean, it's just got so much giant hanging dog. That <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Never a dull moment, I tell ya. Yeah, I don't think the filmmakers were trying to make a bad movie, but no. they definitely knew they were making a fucking weird movie. Yeah, yeah. they <laughs> like which is unapologetically yeah. weird. Like they're not even trying to pull back at all. This movie reminds me of the first half of a racer head. Yeah, you know, it does a bit of a racer head in there. Yeah. So, because a few of the oh, peanut yeah, gallery members and I all went to see it, yeah. and while I thought it was a great experience, some of them hated it. He just got hated it. Hated Eraserhead. I loved it. It was awful. Truly awful. I'll ask you something. Is my dad smooth? You think it's smooth on you? Bullshit artist. I call bullshit on that. Bullshit artist. Who? Oinker. Oh. Okay, so now I'm shit scared, Chad. Chips. Really? 
I mean, I don't. Are you just like, gonna eat all the chips? I don't put them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't put them back. <laughs> but you like I caref- them. you carefully choose your chips before I try. you eat it. It, it depends. Even it's though like, you're gonna eat all the chips, anyway. yes. Yes. Like I used to do that a lot with like ketchup chips. Like that's why I really love the president's choice. Like, like, yeah, what's it called? Loads of, but it's not. It's not enough. It's not loads of bullshit artists. (laughs) (laughs) Because the okay, the only one that's okay is the sour cream and onion, but the ketchup needs to fucking get good because it's Uh, not. uh, uh. Oh my god, I'm using bullshit artists now. Oh, I know, right? Like this movie, once it gets into your hands, it never gets back out. You will be saying bullshit art. There is another, they haven't said it yet, but there is another like memetic phrase that is they will there? say that is going to get stuck in your head forever. Ah, ah. What the fuck? What? Evidence, he's collecting evidence. Grease. I'm falling for you. I'm falling for you hard and fast and I'm shit scared. Shit scared right now. <laughs> to expose the greasy strangler. Ah, the plot kicked in. There we go. What did he say? I'm not He's got to expose the greasy strangler. Isn't the greasy strangler already exposing himself? Yeah, he literally, literally the first line of the movie is him, is Big Roddy saying, I'm the greasy strangler. No, I meant like. Oh, he is literally exposing himself as well. Is that you? I hope it is. 
Let's disco. Oh yeah, disco kings are back. Yep, you called it. My <laughs> mouth is like. You better shut your mouth or someone will fart into it. Please, no. That's like a Big Ronnie's gonna fart into your mouth. What? That's especially bad for a blind person. Yeah, right? for a blind person. <laughs> <laughs> in a blind guy's face. We're going disco dancing. We're gonna hit the club circuit with a vengeance. Can I come? I could use a boogie woogie. I've got the blues. Uh, what do you think, Paul? Shall we bring my son along? No way! Absolutely not, Ronnie! Not even close. No, no, like, I just say what, say the wildest fucking thing you could imagine. I mean, whatever it is, it's gonna be gross. Geets his dad. Geets his dad, that's a neat one. Care to guess, Pinchy? Where, how's this gonna end? Does he get deep fried? I don't know if I'm creative enough to figure out where this ends. Oh, God. Do we have this one outfit? This is his disco outfit, clearly. This whole thing's taking place in the real world. It's sort of like a They Live Invasion. Like, oh, man, not, yeah. Like, oh, guess what? Now the big twist is that this is all a video game being programmed by Matthew McConaughey. Not again! In a video game programmed by his son. Man, I can't believe they got us twice in a row with that. Yeah, yet again. <laughs> Damn. You know what? If I could, I would totally surprise you guys by changing the ending of a movie to be revealed to be a video game. If I could manage it. We danced a lot, and we had a lot of really creamy cocktails. 
A lot of cows got milk, so we could have fun tonight. Their teeth supplied with milk that was in our cocktails. Oh, really? She's like the forehead pinchy dip tonight. Yeah. Nice countertop secrets. Something sensual. Uh, <laughs> you dropped your phone. I dropped my dignity. <laughs> like I'm also, I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. Like you know, like I'm, I'm just so impressed. Someone could create something so horrific. Yeah, okay, so there's a horrifically there, ugly. There's a movie. Uh, oh no! You think this is the first my brain. Wait, you think this is the first time he's poured oil on his sheets? <laughs> Airpoint. Okay, so so there's a movie called Die You Zombie Bastards. And it is like a lower budget this kind of a thing. Like yeah, it, you made me watch that one. Yeah, you. it is like fucking insane. Uh-huh. It is so bizarre and surreal. Yeah. But like somebody put a lot ah! of uh, looks like a massive mouse's head. <laughs> oh my god! Looks like a massive mouse's head. Do you say mouse's head or just a mouse is dead? A massive mouse's head. Anyway, what oh, right? <laughs> Deep breaths. <laughs> Deep breaths, guys. We're doing good. Um, <laughs> That's a stain in my neurons. I know. <laughs> How do we have You're a brain shower? Like, those two, that combination oh of words is forever branded in your psyche now. Like, you're not the bullshit same artist. Bullshit artist. Bullshit artist. Bullshit artist. You're never going to be the human being you were 10 minutes ago. Like, it's over now. Bullshit artists. Oh. Oh, you smell that? I'm detecting the unmistakable scent of. Uh. Wait for Horseshit? No, your answer is completely wrong. The correct answer is. Is this like a Matthew McConaughey moment? Yeah, it is a... <laughs> smell my fingers? Yeah, I really <laughs> Tell me the correct answer! <laughs> the correct answer is... Oh, really? Like, look. percentage of the movie is just being taken up by this. It's significant. Horseshit. Horseshit. So when I watched Die You Zombie Bastards for the first time, about halfway through, I had the same revelation that you did, which was like, I was like, not only did people put effort into this, but like, 
this is someone's baby that yeah. I'm watching. Yeah. Like, somebody... Had a vision here. Spent, probably spent years of their life trying to get this movie made. Like, it feels it feels like outsider art. It feels like somebody's like, I've got an idea for a movie. I've never written anything in my life, but I'm going to write this. And here we are. Bullshit artists. Bullshit artists. Bully, bully, bullshit. Bully, bully, bullshit. 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 Bullshit artist. Bullshit artist. <laughs> I call bullshit on that too. So that's what I thought he was smelling. Yeah, that's what I thought was going on there. Oh, you find her pussy, but you never find her Disco cutie, 
Dude, look at your ass. <laughs> what can you say? I'm glad. I know what you could say. Hootie tootie, disco oh, cutie. Hootie tootie, disco cutie. <laughs> I can see why you were so excited to show us this. Well, and now you see as well why, like, Vince, I was telling you, nothing can prepare you for this. No. No. Nothing I can say There's can no frame of reference you would have before this to this. Like, there's nothing you could compare it to. Yup. <laughs> How do you describe this movie? How do you describe this movie exactly? Well, what did you do last night? Well, see, well. see, that's just it. It's like, like I came upon this movie just because my boss was like, "You like weird things, right? Watch this." That's a, I think, about the best that that can be done, and there could be no better place to screen it than the Devil's Lettuce Film Society oh. because we love weird movies. You are right. I mean, love is a strong word. <laughs> You're here, aren't you? I, it's not you in this particular case. Oh, total worldwide box office cake of this film uh-huh. was sixty-seven thousand four hundred and twenty-seven dollars. It's a very small wow. amount of money. <laughs> I mean, if I so when this came out, I. Uh, was not living in Toronto yet. Had I been, I would have gone and seen it in theaters. But there's no way it played like in Ottawa, where I used to live. So, like, would this be shown at like a, the what the a film festival for sure? The yeah. UTF film festival. It, 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 uh, what the film? Weird at Sundance. Sundance, yeah. This is absolutely a film festival movie. And then it probably went to streaming. Oh, dear Christ. I want to do more film festivals with you, man. Well, we should. There's he's got a much smaller dick than his dad. He uh, does not look like a massive mouse. I love. I'm in love with a space duck. Rasta revenge in the Amulet of Art. Um, early next year, there are a couple of film festivals uh, here in Toronto. There's one that I want to just go to called the Found Footage Film Festival, and that's a really weird one. Oh, I'll go to that. And then, yeah, in like March is the What the Film Festival. I, I, I want to do so that. You need fun. to make sure you warn me well in advance. Anytime, I will. You know? Our future will revenge is outlawed. But there's a company you can hire to get revenge for you. I've been dreaming about you throughout these long, long nights. <laughs> Are there pictures of his dick on the fridge? Uh, I don't know, but I mean, uh, let's probably. Just, let's just err on the side of caution and say yes. Yeah. Basically, I love Don't say that. Unless you mean it, of course. Why is this gone? Because blue is your favorite color. Cheesy old cornball. Wanted to say it for so long. It feels good to hear it. If I'm honest. Give yourself to me for all time. Don't say that. It's just <laughs> <laughs> I 
Because you pooped on her leg. Oh, and yeah. And you climbed into bed. She yelled Ew. that from a moving car as she drove away. <laughs> hey, guys. There's a pile of white green stuff on the carpet. I'm just going to lick it. Yeah. How else do you know? Oh. He didn't go through. Now, that definitely sounds like Big Ronnie. Big Ronnie, is that you? Big Ronnie, you in my car wash? How's the scrub working out? Are the brushes stiff enough for you? Don't. Take me disco dancing, Big Ronnie. Why are you strangling your friend? Because he's an equal opportunity strangler. He's, and he's angry that Janet went back to Big Braden. So he strangles his friend? Just out of, out of sheer anger, I guess. It's tough being be a first time. Is he a cop's head? See what I saw? <laughs> oh. That soundtrack, too. me every time. This is Is that literally like you see the the wall behind him? Is yeah. that like is he's got like a waterlogged wall? Yeah, it's kind of gross. The son of the greasy strangler. Okay. <laughs> you see this oil, Jody? Looks like the oil from the murder crime scene. I can verify that.
Hey, tapioca, anybody? I like tapioca. I brought tapioca for us all. It's like that frosting that comes in the can. So scrumptious and very good. It's chunky mayo. That's evidence against. Oh, so I forgot to mention. I was so excited to get into this. And the, the movie really does sort of lull you into a trance-like state. But I did want to mention, because, you know, we were talking, it's been about a year since legalization. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I wanted to also mention that uh, the gray market is still alive and well. Because yeah. on the way here, Vince and I just oh, yeah. got, like, hustled by a guy on the street. He was like, hey, you guys want to come to a cannabis boutique? Just come on inside. So we went to a gray market pop-up dispensary. It was pretty great, actually. It was really cool. Quite the experience. Very jolly. Um, yeah, and I bought a bunch of edibles there. And we bought a pre-roll. And all in all, pretty good. Good product, good prices. But yeah. man, people at gray market dispensaries, they are always sketched out. Are they? They are oh, constantly yeah, like, bad. okay, you guys can go in. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. <laughs> They're nervous. They're yeah, very exactly. Nervous. Just like constantly sketched out, looking around, and like we walked out, and Vince like pulled out the pre-roll to look at it, and the drug guy was like, "You guys got to move away. If you're gonna smoke back in there." You know, like just like instantly, just like yeah, yeah. But the prices were great. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing is like in Nova Cannabis, like I mean, I really miss Flower Power just because like a it was really good. And B, I could research the strains really well. And C, they were nearly as expensive as the fucking weed here, man. Well, man, here's hoping that open up those licenses. Private private dispensaries will hopefully uh, cause a craft weed boom. Oh, I am so excited (laughs) for the day. Well, I mean, honestly, when we went to High Minded at the Ted Rogers Cinema... And having a weed counter it felt like the future. I felt I was there, like, oh my god! You go in god. there and there's concession stand on the left. We've arrived. Weed, pick up your weed on the right. It was great. I like. And so then now, everybody, yeah. So like, people were going in. They'd get their tickets. They go and buy weed. Go back outside, smoke it, come back in and get concessions. And like I was saying, it was so wonderful. funny. So funny just being in a, a movie theater where everybody was stoned. Yeah. Because everybody's like bumping into each other and like oh apologizing. God, sorry. Sorry. And like sorry. taking forever to decide on their concessions. Oh shit. Yeah. Look who arrives. Couple of, couple, Hi guys. couple of our friends from out of town just got here. Just in time to watch the finale of the Greasy Strangler. Uh, <laughs> Please come sit down and see the finale here. Hey, guys. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, it was him the whole time. The greasy strangler. Known that. Yeah, who could have guessed that Jody was Big Ronnie the whole time? What? I know, right? <laughs> I love this. These guys are showing up. They don't need you. You don't need to have seen anything up until this point. Yeah. So weird. We have been watching this movie with our, our mouths agape, like. Horrified by what we're seeing. Oh my god. Yes. Oh 
close to the end. Uh, I thought it was just going to pan out into the sunset. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, come on, that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be an ending fitting of this, would it? I honestly don't know. Vince, how do you think this is going to end? Like I said, I think they're aliens, or there's something They're aliens, okay. Yeah, John said you were a good kid. It is going to turn out to be Matthew McConaughey's video game or something. <laughs> they're all in burger time. They're in burger time. Kind of try to process that. Me and John were busting our butts on a big business deal. That's kind of amazing, Dad. Yeah, he offered me a chance to move to New Orleans to open a big disco with uh, very expensive drinks. Wow, he's got a very large ear. Yeah, he really does, doesn't he? It's like half his face. Where's my face starting? Okay, I don't think my ear is that big. Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But you were small. I really didn't want to leave you alone for keeping friends. Ravenclaw. Like, I wouldn't put it past this movie. Yeah. 
Yeah, like a really uncomfortable close up of their like eyes. There has like, to be grease involved. Though. Yeah. Let's kill Rick. Let's kill Ricky Prickles. The stepdad. <laughs> yeah, I call bullshit on that. Bullshit artist. Okay, here we go, guys. Are you ready? This is it. This is the big finale. Uh, here we go. Pay attention, everybody. Here we go. We're going to get Ricky Prickles. Big one or a really, a really, really small big one. one. 
really big one, really big. A mass singular greasy. A massive Moses head of a penis out of five. Like chromatic, like it's got like the white at the bottom and the big red tip. Oh on it. god. I give so that. You give it? I give that a fucking five out of five. Okay. Because I think no. like yeah. this is so. No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. I will I tell mean, everybody. Okay, what do you give it out of five? I'd love to know. Point one. Point one. Oh my god! Really, bottom of the barrel. I think that this. I think this movie orders of magnitude lower than point one. I think that this movie has brought me more joy than so many other films. It really has. Like I've watched a lot of bad movies, but this one I come back to because it is fucking hilarious. I'm giving this five with the strength that it's a completely unique experience alone. Like, there's nothing else that feels Like, bad. you gotta show your brother this movie. Yeah, I know. For example, like, this is the this is a perfect film for anybody who likes really weird movies. You just spring this on them without warning and watch their brains melt. It was incredible seeing you all experience this for the first time. There is a stunt coordinator? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's Ricky Prickles. Let's kill Ricky Prickles. Hootie tootie disco cutie. You're a bullshit, bullshit artist. artist. I call bullshit I on call that. I call bullshit on that. What bullshit do you, artist. What, what do you give that weed? I give that like a 4.5 out of 5. That was great. Yeah. I had a good time. Yeah. Vince was like greening out near the end. Uh, Hootie, yeah. Hootie, yeah. It's just so much. Like, like, who did Big Ryan's hair? Do you think he did it himself? I don't know. I don't know. All right. Do we have, is there a credit for like pubic wigs? Merkins. Merkins. I need a brain bath. Oh my god. <laughs> go, let's go have another sonic wipe bath. Wipe the stains out of my brain. Wipe the grease out. You gotta clean yeah. the grease out. Remember when he choked... You guys wanna go drinking? Remember, <laughs> when, he, remember when he choked that guy while he was taking a shit and yep. then deep fried his eyeballs and ate them? Yep. So, if you watch the whole movie, does this make any more sense? No. Not really, no. no. So, did that end part make any sense? No, no. it's like the least sensible no, part of the movie. It's almost like a... Stream of really fucked up content. It's like a bad dream. Yeah. It's like a, a dream you have when you have food poisoning. Yeah. Did yeah. these actors ever do anything else again? No. Bad fever. Dream. Okay. Really bad. That's for the best. That's for the best. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole piece of music called Fizzy Barf. <laughs> Amulet of Art. Corn ball. Really great. Oh, God, that's right. Corn Remember ball. the scene where he was like fingering the grapefruit? <laughs> And drink some juice out of it. <laughs> what does IMDb give this? Oh, that's a great question, actually. Before we go, the last thing is I'm going to take a look at IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And let's see. Uh, so IMDb gives it 5.7 out of 10 from, much? from users. Is that much? <laughs> uh, Rotten Tomatoes. You know what? It's got like a 5. Point whatever, 5.7, 63% fresh. Okay. <laughs> what? Wow. Ew. I bet you the 5.7, though. Okay. Check it out. I bet I mean, you the 5.7 is not a lot of fives. No, it's like, probably it's not. Like, it's ones and tens, and it's somewhere, like, it meets in the middle because it's sort of an aggregate, but you can't, like... I don't think there's going to be a lot of people that are just sort of mad about this movie. There's going to be, like, either... <laughs> so, like, this sums it up. Here's one of the, the positive reviews. This guy gave it 3 out of 5. A gross-out smack in the face, deplorable, unspeakable, but often funny. Yeah. Mm. That's fair. Funny it is less a film and more a terrifying fever dream of a stressed out stray dog living in a failing thrift store. <laughs> right? You have to embrace the greasy strangler for what it is. You have to surrender to its vile idiocy and have the time of your life or walk away dull, boring, and oh so clever. It's not a film for everyone. Even a Z film lover could see himself outdone, but that's the great virtue of the movie. Wow. Last time I saw something that horrifying was The Dark Backward. 
It, it is somewhat like the uh, the dark backward. I think this is better than the dark. Yeah, backward. it's better than the dark backward. This actually draws and has you in. about a million times more pee in it than the dark backward. So much penis, mm-hmm. like horrifying penises. Well, I'm so glad that I could horrify all of you on this the one year anniversary of the Devil's Lettuce Film Society. Oh, Tune in, tune in again next time, or don't. This is also the last meeting of the Devil's yeah. I successfully, successfully yeah. killed. It's been a good year. Buried, it, it buried the needle. Yeah, but no, uh, okay, um, I joke. Use responsibly, mm. and until next time, wash your penis. <laughs>